I know it's been a while, but I'm back from vacation, and we have a lot to discuss from this offseason from the New Jersey Devils because it's been a successful one so far. And what more can I say? Dougie Hamilton is a New Jersey Devil. How do I feel about this? Well, if you listen to Locked On NHL, you already kind of know my opinions about it, but let's do a full-fledged episode, shall we? I'm back, everybody, so it's time to start up with a bang once again. Buckle up because Dougie Hamilton is a New Jersey Devil. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Riders, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 12.26 p.m. Eastern Time, August the 9th, 2021 at the time of this recording. Let's see if I remember how to do this because if you guys, well, there were no episodes last week. If you missed the series of episodes the week before, I basically brought in a lot of New Jersey Devils personalities from uh, Robert Inkin Jr., Alex Chavancy, Neil from Devil State of Mind, uh, Chris Weissel, and uh, Dan Rice to basically reflect on the 2021 NHL season for the New Jersey Devils and basically get their insight as to how the season went for the Devils and overall just hear their overall opinions because I was on vacation, guys. And you guys seem to love that little series because it's actually one of my uh, most listened to episodes ever of being a part of Locked On. So I thank you guys for your patience and also I just thank those people who I listed who uh, took the time out of their busy days to just come on and talk about the New Jersey Devils. But it's so great to be back and let's just see if I remember how to do this. So, uh, you know, I know I'm a few weeks late, but you know what? It's better late than never. Let's just talk about some of the free agency signings for the New Jersey Devils. So obviously, what was on the agenda for the New Jersey Devils this offseason? Well, first and foremost was to draft Luke Hughes and, you know, we did so. Uh, Another thing was to get a big name free agent. We were supposed to get a defenseman and we have to get a backup goaltender for Mackenzie Blackwood. And we, you know, we just need another top six player because our offense wasn't really the best amongst the NHL in terms of rankings last season. And check, 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 and double check because the New Jersey Devils, we got Dougie Hamilton, so there's our major free agent. We got Jonathan Bernier, there's our backup goaltender. We got Thomas Tatar, there's our top six player. So, you know, it was a very successful offseason for the New Jersey Devils. And quite honestly, guys, in fits we trust. In fits we trust. The only issue is we're in a very tough division, so obviously we're just going to have to wait and see what could potentially happen for the New Jersey Devils, but we're certainly heading in the right direction. So, like I told you guys, I know I'm a couple weeks late, but you know what? Like I said, better to be late than never. So, I guess the first thing we need to talk about is the Dougie Hamilton signing. So, obviously, guys, leading up to the Dougie Hamilton signing, let's just talk about, you know, some of my initial reactions around the NHL. So, if you guys uh, listened to my draft episode that I posted a couple weeks ago, that was the episode I posted the day before I went on vacation. You know, I just talked about some of the major trades that was going down for uh, a lot of NHL teams. You know, I think I broke down the Coyotes and the Canucks trade. 
I personally feel like the Canucks got a, a steal, in my opinion. I know a lot of people don't agree with me in that regards, but that's my personal opinion. I talked about Seth Jones going to the Chicago Blackhawks, and uh, when I posted that episode, it was revealed that Seth Jones and the Blackhawks are agreeing to, like, I believe, a seven-year extension, whatever the case might be. So he and his brother are going to be with the Chicago Blackhawks organization for a long time. They also got Marc-Andre Fleury. So while uh, the Blackhawks might not be, you know, serious contenders or even a serious playoff team, they're certainly going to be an interesting team to watch. I talked about how uh, idiotic the Flyers were to get Rasmus Ristolainen and give up their first round draft pick. That didn't make any sense because Rasmus Ristolainen, he's been with the Sabres organization for a few years. Like, you know, there's a reason why the Sabres couldn't trade him and you basically give them like a silver platter or, you know, it was just very idiotic. So, uh, I was just saying, okay, let's just be patient with the New Jersey Devils because I would much rather they make the right moves than the dumb moves like everyone else in the NHL, quite honestly. And then obviously, I think one of the biggest ones was that the second runner-up in the Calder Memorial Trophy race, uh, Alexander Nedeljkovic, was traded to the Detroit Red Wings for Jonathan Bernier. And guess what? Jonathan Bernier's on our side now. So uh, I don't know what's going on for the Carolina Hurricanes, but it's very interesting and maybe you know fun to watch if you're not a fan of of the Hurricanes, but you know, let's talk about the New Jersey Devils because uh, while we're on the top of the Carolina Hurricanes, we were able to steal away one of their finalists for the Norris Trophy this past season, Dougie Hamilton. So Dougie Hamilton signed a seven-year, $63 million deal with the New Jersey Devils a couple weeks ago, and he is going to be paid uh, $9 million on average in annual value. So let's first talk about the contract before we talked about uh, Dougie Hamilton's true impact for the New Jersey Devils. So obviously, guys, if you're a religious listener to my show, uh, I talked about how I'm not the biggest fans of long-term contracts because I feel as though it can really get you stuck in more ways than one. And I feel as though, you know, sometimes when you sign those long extensions, sometimes it can really ruin your future. And if that player doesn't pan out, then you know you're 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 kind of in a situation because you can't trade them and you can't waive them certainly. So you know when we're looking at this contract, is it a bit much? Because I believe one of my colleagues from the hockey writers she said that she wanted Dougie Hamilton for about forty million a year as opposed to north of sixty million. But I'm gonna have to uh, ask her what she uh, originally thought of the of the signing for the New Jersey Devils. But uh, let's just talk about the contract and is it a bit much? Yes. And obviously, if you're a religious listener to my show. You know that I'm not really the biggest fan of long-term deals because I feel as though it can really get you stuck. And uh, like I mentioned before, if that player doesn't pan out, then uh, you know you're kind of put into a very particular situation in which you can't trade that player and you can't release them. So obviously, you know when we're talking about long-term deals, there's obviously uh, a risk to it. But you know when you're doing deals like that, there's always a risk. But Uh, Let's just talk about the contract because I'm going to be a little hypocritical. I'm going to admit because, like I said, not the biggest fans of long-term deals, but I feel like in this case, this is an exception because when we're looking at Dougie Hamilton, it's been a while since we've had a player of his caliber join the New Jersey Devils. What I mean by that is he's good on the defensive side of things, and he's also great on the offensive side of things. So he's a great two-way player. Uh, We don't know how much longer Lindy Ruff has with the New Jersey Devils organization. I believe his contract is for three years, so I think he has two more years, and then uh, whether or not the the Devils decide to keep him or 
go in a different direction. Uh, I don't know. I can't tell the future. But personally, I like Lindy Ruff, but we'll see what happens. But uh, like I told you guys about Lindy Ruff, it seems like he's big on two-way uh, players and he loves two-way defensemen. So I believe Dougie Hamilton will fit right in with the New Jersey Devils organization. So on the offensive side of things, I felt like we were good because obviously we have like Jack Hughes, we have Nico Heizer, we have a few surprising guys, including Yanni Kokkonen, Igor Sharangovich, and then we have a few solid other options. So yes, we brought a good two-way player. And then uh, we got Pavel Zaka. Has he lived up to his uh, draft selection, especially with the draft class he was in? No, but at the same time, you know, I, I feel like he's going in the right direction. So, you know, Pavel Zaka, I, I, I still have some faith in him. I'm, I know a lot of you, uh, I, I guess your patience has run out with Pavel Zaka, but I'm not giving up on that guy quite yet. Obviously, we lost Nathan Bastion, who was big on our energy line, but uh, I expect Mikey McLeod to really, you know, step into his role. I'll talk more about that in a future episode, but Overall, guys, I feel like on the offensive side of things, we were heading in the right direction, but our defense needed a lot of work because we tried turning to someone like P.K. Subban to try to, you know, get us out of the gutter on the defensive side of things. Didn't really work out. P.K. Subban has improved, but it's nowhere close to what he was able to do for the Montreal Canadiens or what he was able to do for his earlier days playing for the Nashville Predators. So, you know, when we're looking at this contract for Dougie Hamilton, the thing is, is like, if you're a religious listener of my show, I said we need that glue piece to just stick around and just overall uh, take us to the next level because it's going to take some time, guys, before we're legit contenders. So I believe with the roster we have right now, if the season were to start tomorrow, I would say that the New Jersey Devils would be a wild card team. And obviously, we want to improve. It seems like uh, Tom Fitzgerald, his main priority was to get the New Jersey Devils back into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, how long we last in the playoffs, I don't think that was, you know, a big question mark for him because I feel as though his goal is just to get us into the playoffs, whether we lose in the first round, whether we, you know, uh, upset the team that we face and, you know, go to the second round, whatever the case might be, then, you know, uh, that, that that's up in the air. But I think his main motive was just to get us back into the playoffs and, you know, how far we advance is how far we advance because right now uh, the New Jersey Devils, we're, we're just trying to get free agents to come and play for us. And Dougie Hamilton signing with us is huge because, like I told you guys, Dougie Hamilton, a great two-way player, a finalist for the Norris Trophy just this past season, and, you know, what he's able to do on the offensive and defensive side of things can be really great for the New Jersey Devils. And I think for, like, long-term contracts, I think I think of the negative too much for uh, teams in, in when they sign a player to a long-term deal it, because, you know, I just don't want the New Jersey Devils to be in, how would I say, a trade or free agency purgatory in which they can't re- re-sign anyone else because, you know, they have all this money to give to one particular player and they can't trade them because no team wants them. And obviously we're not trying to like break even or just do a salary dump. We're just trying to, uh, you know, uh, work with what we got and hopefully it pans out for us. But why am I thinking so cynically? I think I have to think of the positives because for Dougie Hamilton, you know, does he quote unquote fit in as uh, Travis Zajac would say? No, because he's 28 years old. He just turned 28 a couple of months ago. While he didn't play, he was uh, selected to be an all-star back in 2020. So, uh, you know, when we're looking at from that standpoint, so a finalist for the Norris Trophy, an all-star just uh, a year ago, 
he's on the uphill right now and I think we got him at the right possible time because we want him still in his prime and him to hit his full stride for the New Jersey Devils and uh, you know we're going to talk more about his stats what he brings to our respective blue line in a second but first guys I have to give you the first live read this morning and it comes from betonline.ag so betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is still in full swing and you track all the action at betonline get all the latest news odds and info on all your sporting needs including MLB NBA NHL and all of your UFC MMA action before the next pitch head over to betonline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore is this your chance to get into the game as MLB teams are prepping for the runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use that promo code locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And check out our friends at Locked On Bets as well. So the second live read comes from Stat Hero. So do you know that 85% of people who play daily sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. So what are you going to do? How can you possibly win? Well, introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the players in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. So you are in control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it is meant to be. One-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. So go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match that's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, stathero.com slash locked on. Okay, let's get back to the discussion for Dougie Hamilton. So obviously, guys, when we're looking to rate a defenseman, what do we look at? So obviously, we look at hits. We looked at block shots, deflections, uh, takeaways, whatever the case might be. But let's look at something else. So obviously, guys, I'm not really a big fan on the advanced analytics, but let's look at Dougie Hamilton's Corsi percentage, shall we? So your Corsi 4 percentage is used to evaluate a player's team's puck possession on the ice. A typical hockey player has a Corsi 4 percentage between 45% and 55%. So it is calculated as the sum of shots on goal, missed shots, and blocked shots over the shots against, missed shots against, and blocked shots at equal strength. So here's the thing. So according to blogger Kent Wilson, most players will have a Corsi 4 percentage between 40 and 60. So a player or team ranked above 55% is considered elite. So when we're looking at like Dougie Hamilton's Corsi 4 percentage, it is above elite status because he has a Corsi 4 percentage of 55.3%. So you know that he contributes a lot at the defensive side of things. And if you're wondering where he placed in the Norris uh, voting, he actually finished in the fourth position. So top five in voting. Seems as though he's always in the running for the Norris Trophy. So I think it's a matter of time before he actually wins it. So if we're looking back uh, when he was playing for the Calgary Flames during the 2016 and 2017 season, 
he finished in the ninth position, so top 10. Then the year after that, 14th position, so top 15. Same situation uh, the following season during the 2018-2019 season. Top 15, 14th, and then 2019-2020 uh, season, top 10 once again, 7th position. And then this year, he finished in uh, the top 5 position. So I think it's a matter of time before uh, someone of Dougie Hamilton's status wins the Norris Trophy, and why not win it while he's with the New Jersey Devils? So here's the narrative that's going uh, to work in the favor of someone like Dougie Hamilton. So our defense, for the most part, has been very porous. So if Dougie Hamilton is able to just come in and help on the right side of the defense and overall just take our team out of the gutter on that end, then uh, lo and behold, guys, uh, there's your Norris Trophy winner right there. So if we're able to maintain a great defensive scheme against whoever we play and overall our defense improves like if we uh go from like bottom tier of the league to like you know mid-level or even top level you know am i exaggerating a little bit but you know i'm, I'm just trying to g give you guys an overall picture and narrative dougie hamilton there's your answer guys because pk suban couldn't do that ty smith he's a rookie but he couldn't even do that and then obviously you know we have a lot of other players to factor in so I'm really looking forward to the defense for the New Jersey Devils this season. Dare I say it? Because I think we have a lot to look forward to, not only this year, but in the future as well. Because uh, we got young guys like Kevin Ball. Uh, I think he was pretty good on the defensive side of things. And then, obviously, uh, depending on what Luke Hughes does at the University of Michigan. So, I've, I'm hearing reports saying that he's uh, looking to go back to the University of Michigan for at least two years to get himself ready. So, uh, after he's done with the University of Michigan, we sign him to his entry-level deal. He plays for the Utica Comets for like half a season, and then we bring him up uh, towards the end of the season if, you know, we're not really like contenders or anything because a lot can happen in two years. But I'm just saying, I, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm just telling you guys that, you know, we have a lot of great young uh, defensemen to look forward to. And uh, that's the one thing I want to talk about, which is, it, it, look, I, I know we signed Dougie Hamilton to a long-term deal, but you have to think of the planning because too many times, guys, you know, when we're signing guys to two or three-year deals, they end up leaving because they see uh, what the New Jersey Devils are going to end up as. So we want Dougie Hamilton to stick with us through thick and thin, and hopefully, you know, he doesn't get to the point where he wants to explore other options. Obviously, I'm thinking worst-case scenario, but I'm just saying because we, we want him to stick around for when Luke Hughes comes up because Luke Hughes is supposed to be a very good two-way player, similar to Dougie Hamilton. The only issue is, is that, you know, Luke Hughes needs to work on his defensive game. Hopefully, he can develop it at the University of Michigan. But I'm just saying, guys, you know, it, it's going to take a while before Luke Hughes joins our team. It's going to take a while before Kevin Ball, uh, you know, reaches up to where we want him to uh, get to. Obviously, Ty Smith, if we give him a couple more years, could he also be in the running for the Norris Trophy, similar to Dougie Hamilton? So we need to give those guys some more time because while we do have Dougie Hamilton, while we do have, you know, Thomas Tatar, while we do have Jonathan Bernier joining our team, because obviously Jonathan Bernier, even though it was at the expense of us, has championship experience. Uh, Thomas Tatar, you know, he has playoff experience. Obviously, he was a healthy scratch. We'll talk more about that when I do an episode centered around him. And then uh, for uh, someone like Dougie Hamilton, he's on the uphill in terms of his career. Like, he's going in the right direction, but we need those guys to stick around with us so that way we can develop into something special and we can get to the level that we once were 
like you know I'd say 10 years ago or, or whatever the case might be so you know when we're looking at uh, someone like Dougie Hamilton we just need him to stick with us through thick and thin and thin and thinner for these next seven years so that way we can really reach our full potential and the whole planning can come into full fruition we still have our glue piece and we still have someone to build around so when we're looking at the defensive pairing so uh, according to dailyfaceoff.com they have Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves on the top line then on the second line they have Damon Severson and Ty Smith and then on the third line they have pk suban and Jonas siegenthaler so uh you know that's actually a pretty good defensive unit but uh what would i change about that well i'll talk more about that in a second but first it's time to give you guys the third and final live read this morning and it comes from built bar so did you know that built bar has so many delicious flavors there's something for everyone when you talk to a built bar fan they're definitely passionate about their faves if you don't know the built bar flavors well you're missing out there's coconut cherry barcia raspberry mint brownie double chocolate salted caramel strawberry orange cookies and cream and german chocolate and if you haven't tried all the flavors you get a mixed box where you'll get two of the each of the nine flavors so not only are built bars the best tasting protein bars ever but they're super healthy as well so check out these statistics 17 to 18 grams of protein calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs amazing flavors all tasty all healthy so order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry whatever you like so built bar is the official protein bar of the u.s track and field team so go usa even though the olympics are already over so go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked 15 you'll get 50 percent off your first order again use the promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com So when we're looking at the New Jersey Devils, I think it's clear what they're trying to build. They're trying to get a lot of big defensemen on their roster, just big physical guys who can assert themselves. So obviously when we traded for Ryan Graves, that was sort of the first domino piece to fall. So let's go a little further back. When they traded for Jonas Siegenthaler, that was when another first piece domino fell because I think we were starting to see the direction that Lindy Ruff wanted to take his blue line. He wants big defensemen guys who can assert themselves so ryan graves he stands six foot five and weighs 220 pounds dougie hamilton six foot six 229 pounds then uh damon severson he's six foot two 205 uh jonas siegenthaler six foot three 211 pounds ty smith is the smallest guy so i think uh this offseason he's gonna have to take the jack hughes route which is he's gonna have to gain about 30 pounds in muscle and fat so that way he can assert himself on the defensive side of things and he can you know, live up to Dougie Hamilton's uh, stature in terms of competing for the Norris Trophy. So Ty Smith, he stands 5'11 and weighs 175 pounds. And then P.K. Subban, 6'210 pounds. So we know what he could potentially do. So when we're looking at it from that standpoint, the New Jersey Devils, we just need uh, size. We need physicality. And I think that's what Lindy Ruff is trying to do. And we can mix and match our defensive uh, unit, see what we can potentially do. So I told you guys the defensive pairings that are projected to be according to dailyfaceoffs.com. So, you know, if Kevin Ball is not playing with us right now, if he's playing for the Utica Comets, and then, uh, you know, we have to wait for Luke Hughes for a couple years. So they have Graves and Hamilton on the top line. I can agree with that. You know, I, I, I like I told you guys, I don't think Ryan Graves is going to be a bottom defenseman for our team. I feel as though, um, you know, uh, we traded for him because we see a lot of potential that he can play on our first uh, line on the defensive side of things because 
I feel like Ryan Graves has a lot of upside. He still has some stuff to work on, but I talked about it in the episode surrounding him because I told you guys this could be a diamond in the rough. And obviously, we got to see what he could potentially do, uh, you know, with uh, a team surrounded with him. But obviously, with Dougie Hamilton by his side, I think he's heading in the right direction. And I think his numbers will remain pretty good as they were for the Colorado Avalanche. What am I talking about? Well, I told you guys, you know, when we're looking at the penalty kill, the power play, or the five-on-five for Ryan Graves, they're actually pretty good. But the thing is, is that he was with a Colorado Avalanche team, and all the players around him also had good five-on-five or power play, penalty kill, whatever the case might be. And obviously, we need to work on our specialty teams, and our five-on-five, especially the end of year, was not really good. So when Ryan Graves is playing with someone like Kale McCarr or whatever the case might be, whether it be in practice or a game, you know, obviously his game is elevated to a pretty good level or it's decent. So when we're looking at his numbers, we just have to see, can he translate it over to the New Jersey Devils? Is he If he's able to do that, then we got to steal because remember, we gave up Mikhail Maltsov to get Ryan Graves. And then we got uh, Ty Smith, all-rookie team. Damon Severson, one of our alternate captains. Then Jonas Siegenthaler, a guy who has a lot of upside. Big question mark on the offensive side of things, but I'm sure that could develop. And then P.K. Subban, former Norris Trophy winner. So here's the one thing I would switch. Switch P.K. Subban with Damon Severson. A lot of you are probably going to come at my throat for this, but here's why. I'm just saying, like, we got Dougie Hamilton competing for a Norris Trophy year in and year out. We got Ryan Graves, a lot of upside. Former uh, AHL All-Star back in 2016, I believe. Ty Smith, all-rookie team. Put P.K. Subban next to Ty Smith because P.K. Subban... Former Norris Trophy winner, he is improving, and, and, you know, we don't have to ask too much out of him. I want to see P.K. Subban paired along Ty Smith, similar to what they did a couple times uh, this past season. And Damon Severson can help Jonas Siegenthaler, because I feel as though Damon Severson uh, can really help Jonas Siegenthaler with his issues. Quite honestly, that, that that's just me. That's just me. So I'm, I'm not basing it off of any other's opinions, but it's my opinion, because you know, Damon Severson, he, he did take a few steps back last season. I believe what you see is what you get. His numbers are kind of going down a little bit. I get he's one of our alternate captains, but at the same time, I'm just saying, you know, uh, I, I, I would much rather him lead Jonas Siegenthaler and P.K. Subban at the second line, but that's just me. But look what we could potentially do with our defense. Like, I just named, you know, a lot of great uh, defensemen for the New Jersey Devils from Ryan Graves, Dougie Hamilton, Ty Smith, and then... Uh, I, I, the question mark now is P.K. Subban and Damon Severson. Where are they going to play? Third or second line? Or Because, you know, it, it was always the contest between who would play on the first line, and then obviously it was Ryan Murray and P.K. Subban to start off the year. That didn't really work out. And, you know, best of luck to Ryan Murray, actually. I forgot to mention he uh, signed a deal to play with the Colorado Avalanche. So that was, uh, you know, forthcoming. Uh, I, honestly, guys, I, I kind of saw that one. Um, coming a mile away because it just didn't seem like Ryan Murray fit in with our organization. And, you know, when we're looking at it for the New Jersey Devils, now Will Butcher is gone because we had to trade him to the lowly Buffalo Sabres because um, we need to clear up some more money to get Dougie Hamilton. But, you know, for, um, for for the defense for the New Jersey Devils, I'm really looking forward to this. And I told you guys Dougie Hamilton's core C4 percentage, and it's above elite status. But when we're looking at his overall offensive numbers, you know, he appeared in 55 games for the Carolina Hurricanes last season. He put up 10 goals, 32 assists for a grand total of 42 points. And then in the playoffs, he appeared in 11 games, had two goals, three assists for a grand total of five points. 
And honestly, guys, uh, man, it's been a while since we've had a player of his caliber join our team. So uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he could potentially do for the New Jersey Devils. And overall, I I'm really looking forward to see how he can lead our team because, uh, you know, what? I told you his Corsi 4 percentage. Well, let's look at his uh, block hits and takeaways. So he had 64 blocks last season, 52 hits and 19 takeaways. Could you believe that he would still be trailing Nathan Bastion? So, oof, man, I, I, I'm going to miss Nathan Bastion. But here's one thing I'm going to look at. I'm going to look at his 2018 and 2019 season in which he had 91 blocks, 160 hits, and 35 takeaways. Or uh, let, let, let's go back to 2015 and 2016 in which he had 106 blocks. Uh, 78 hits, uh, 15 takeaways. So, you know, we're, we're seeing the upside of someone like Dougie Hamilton for the New Jersey Devils. And I'm really looking forward to see what he could potentially do for our organization. And then if you want to look at his Corsi 4 percentage once again, during the playoffs, he had a Corsi 4 percentage of 60.5%. So I don't know what else I can tell you guys, but uh, Dougie Hamilton, big addition, Seven-year deal. Is it expensive? Yes. But at the same time, we need our uh, centerpiece for the next few years. So if you need more statistics on Dougie Hamilton, well, this past season, he was named NHL All-Star Team. Uh, he was actually third in the entire league during the 2018-2019 season for plus-minus with 30. He uh, uh, was in the top 10 for shots with 180 this past season for the NHL as well. He has one hat tricks and... Quite honestly, guys, um, I I'm really looking forward to seeing what Dougie Hamilton could do. I know I sound like a broken record when I say this, but uh, just another thing to add because it's cherry on top because Hamilton was eighth in scoring amongst defensemen this season, and the stats love him. What I mean by that is pushing play and helping the Hurricanes dominate in puck possessions. Since 2018-2019, Hamilton has had 52.3 expected goals scored above average, second amongst all defensemen. So, like I told you guys, great two-way player, and this is a great ad for the New Jersey Devils, and quite honestly, Fitzy hit a home run. So, uh, like I said, that's all I got to say. Dougie Hamilton, I explained the stats. I explained what he could potentially bring for our blue line. I, I explained why I actually like the contract, and I don't know what else I need to say, but uh, obviously we have a few more players to discuss. We have to discuss Jonathan Bernier. Then we got to discuss Thomas Tatar and what they could bring for the New Jersey Devils organization. And because I like both of those players. But in the meantime, that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. And uh, I know I missed uh, last week's uh, episodes because, like I told you guys, I was still on vacation. So I didn't really have time to record a series of episodes for you last week. But I'm going to make it up to you guys during the month of August. Trust me. I have uh, some uh, uh, guest stars lined up. And I think you guys are really going to like them. So, uh, go Devils, guys. And in fits we trust. That's all I got to say. Dougie Hamilton is a New Jersey Devil. What more can I say? If that still hasn't sat in with you, then I don't know how else to say it. Dougie Hamilton is a New Jersey Devil, guys. Oh, man, I'm going to sleep happily until uh, October. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Is it October yet? Is it preseason yet? Is it training camp yet? Really looking forward to it, guys. Uh, and we got more to discuss for the New Jersey Devils this offseason.